What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with Vershawn Jackson. Sponsored by Wingstop. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Who's back? Not Rashawn, still on vacation. <laughs> but I am. Rico and Bach bringing in uh, the captain, sponsored by Wingstop. Thank you all for participating on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman text line, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers Live video stream. Wet Blanket still chiming in on the secondary and the safeties. And Travis Fisher saying he has a four man rotation in the safety room. Uh,. Wet Blanket says, so his philosophy has changed. If that's what he wants and these guys are good enough, why didn't he use a four-man rotation last season? Well, Wet Blanket, it's because he didn't have four safeties to choose from last year. He had his two starters who were grown men. Oh, yeah. Grown men. Um, And then... Three-year starters. Miles Farmer, probably your third, who was coming off of an injury uh, and not really... A fourth, a fourth safety to speak of. And the reason that he's up to four now is because... They had an offseason to get better than they were last year. Maybe last year they weren't quite ready. Maybe they were right on the cusp of being ready, but they weren't quite ready to actually make an impact on the team. Whereas now, after another offseason of training, after an offseason of pushing each other and wanting to get better and realizing those two spots are up for grabs for anybody who, who steps forward and takes it. Maybe, unfortunately, that is what got these, peop- these, these kids to work harder to, to improve their game. So now... He's at a level where he has five safeties that he feels confident in, you know, being able to 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 bring in the two backups and not have that steep of a drop off from your starters. That's that's what I'm kind of reading into with that. And then he also says, why would they want a player from a perennial national champion to adjust to the culture of a team that has had five consecutive losing seasons? Just my opinion, but I would rather have any adjusting to Alabama's culture than vice versa. I don't disagree with that, but you have two players from Alabama whereas you have an entire team and coaching staff that is currently at Nebraska you're not going to have two players changing the culture of an entire team and a coaching staff you know 
coming in here. Now, if you had, you know, a, a coach's clinic down in Alabama and your coaches went down there and were learning more about the culture of Alabama and, and decided to change that themselves, I could see that. But you're not going to have two players coming in and changing the, the entire culture of a team uh, just because of where they were at before. Although you have heard that Stefan Wynn, um, you know, from that defensive line group, like came in and worked, you know, it's not like expecting anything to be given to him. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe some of that does rub off with those guys coming over, but it still is a learning process uh, of, as far as a new playbook, your new personnel that you're playing with. Uh, and again, um, you know, Caden Williams is not Will Anderson coming in here. Yeah. He hasn't played. I mean, as as much as it is great to get a guy from Alabama, he played very sparingly. Um, so it, 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 he can't really bring the culture with him um, and, and spread it across the team. And again, I, I keep saying this, you know, as as much as you want to this culture to be in a better spot um, and, and it might eventually get there. There's only one way to get a winning culture, and that's to win. I mean, you ha it has to be like a proof of, I mean, guys going, knowing what going to bowl games are about, knowing how to get those, those you know, when you're in a game with three minutes left, how to get that win. Mm -hmm. um, that's just not been here. So I, I can't believe it. You can call the culture whatever you want, want it to be, but it's not a winning culture yet. Um, the, 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 the part of, you know, the hard part is to get to that point. And so you had a few guys that, that have at least seen it and, and maybe they can give you a few pointers, but it would be hard to break the Alabama call. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody'd be looking for an Alabama transfer if, if that was the yeah. If that's how it was, and everybody that that got an Alabama transfer would be adjusting to the Alabama yeah. culture, and everybody would have an Alabama culture. You wouldn't have different cultures on different teams. And the, the other thing is, thing. Like, Alabama culture is you're gonna win if the guy in front of you is gonna go to the NFL, be a high draft pick. Like the, the you're gonna come in and you're gonna you're gonna sit for two seasons. You're gonna get maybe if you continue to improve two seasons as a starter. Maybe one if you're really good, and uh, then you're gonna go to the NFL in anywhere between the first and third round. And yeah. the guy behind you who is going to be pushing you since his freshman year is then going to start, and he's going to be in the NFL as well. That's the Alabama culture. That's not everywhere. You just can't replicate that. I mean, in very few places have that. Um, Alabama, maybe Ohio State, Georgia now. Georgia, yeah. Um, that's but yeah, I mean, the, even at Texas with all of that talent, they don't have that. Yeah, they have five stars, four high four stars, trouble all getting over anybody the team, drafted, and they they don't have that kind of kind of culture. Yeah, and, and so I mean, again, you could say what you want about getting there and building toward that, um, but I mean, that's and and I I don't even know if if you. If you could get to that, I, I I still go back to like Nebraska's team. Certainly, there are certain teams with you know skill positions that were like that. But across the board, it's tough to imagine even Nebraska at its peak. I think that's part of what makes Nebraska special is it's a Midwestern uh, team, kind of the underdog story of college football when they were able to do it um, because they it, it wasn't just as easy as getting all these guys in high profile recruit after pro high profile recruit. You weren't able to throw a rock and hit a five star right uh, from Memorial Stadium. Whereas at Texas, at Oklahoma, even in Ohio State, Alabama, Florida State, uh, USC, they step out of their back door. They look at somebody running down the street and they go, hey, you play football? They say, yes, they're a five star recruit. You bring them in <laughs> like that's that's what those schools were able to do. Nebraska's not able to do that. That's why the walk on program was so big is because you had guys who weren't five stars or four stars, sometimes not ranked at all, who would come in, bust their ass, work work hard as hell, and end up making something of themselves in the collegiate ranks. 
You know, you would you would be able to at that point after you had built yourself up high enough, you were able to go out and get those guys. You know, the star system wasn't around, but those guys like a Jason Peter and and bring them in who were you know highly rated uh, um, in whatever rating system they use. Like Jay Foreman was telling me it was some magazine, yeah, uh, yeah, some all American thing where where they were extremely highly rated. and You were able to bring them in and uh, and, and you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba utilize their skill set after you built yourself up to that but then you know you still have to realize you're in the middle of the united states like people from florida are just gonna aren't just lining up like oh yeah i would love to go to lincoln nebraska if they have like a florida state or miami i like stay close to home stay in the warm weather like that's that's kind of what happens every once in a while nebraska is able to pull them but then it's the trouble of getting them to stay as you saw last year a few years ago a couple recruiting classes ago they had four Florida guys yeah. end up in the transfer portal. And I don't know what the reason was. Maybe it could have been homesick. Maybe it could have been they just didn't, you know, it didn't mesh well. But that's the hard part is getting, you know, bringing them to campus, getting them to Lincoln, getting them to Nebraska. That's what they say. Once you get them here, you can you can get them on the team. But then the hard part is getting them to stay. That's you. You have to re-recruit your roster every single year, especially with this transfer portal. And you know, you want to talk about culture. Well, there's they've been building up a, a culture of you know. Hopefully at some point winning and, uh, you know, you still have to get guys to adjust to that culture because that's that's the culture you're building. You're not going to have somebody come in with a completely different mindset and and try to keep that and have them mesh with everybody within the locker room. Yeah, and I, I think you just also need accountability. I mean, that's the first part of, you know, culture. Um, and again, without this team not being too disciplined, I don't know how much that's been there over the years certainly feels like the special teams units at times have been almost completely ignored I know they haven't been um, as you've lined them out there but uh, I just I, I don't know I mean I, I like the idea I like the offseason and I don't think Scott Frost gets enough credit for offseason Scott Frost I think mm-hmm. that was big under Mike Riley with the Calabrasca movement and stuff like that and so everybody you know that's kind of the joke with 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 Riley but I think Frost is the same way there's there's not really an off season that I typically go into the next season going, well, they didn't do enough of this or that. And, and so, I mean, they put together something that makes you believe it just hasn't turned out on the field. They're really good at winning the off season, yeah. which has been a problem when it comes to the regular season, because you've done so well in the off season at building this hype and, and gathering look, regardless of how their play has been on the field, they've been able to gather talented players, whether it be, you know, projected talent or whatever but they they have had guys who have talent it just hasn't translated to the field just yet so they've been they've done a really good job of as you said building building things up until the season starts and unfortunately the wins have not followed well or the talent does translate and you still don't win (laughs) it's just it's it's just getting across that that final line which is obviously very important um and has been has eluded them yeah Unfortunately, we'll get, we'll get to these these last couple defensive backs mentioned here. Mentioned here, uh, Javen Buda Wright. Um, 
but the the big issue for him is just getting past the the medical issues that he's had the past couple of years. We yeah. haven't we haven't been able to see him on the field really at all because of the medical issues. Uh, Coach Fisher is, is has his fingers crossed that he'll be able to pass these last couple of tests and and, and be able to get out there because um, they they think that he's a really I mean he was highly rated he's he's coming in with the, with the pedigree so you're hoping if you can get him on the field it can all pan out and you get to see some uh, supremely talented safety but until he can pass these medical tests it's really just you know hope that that he's that he's extremely talented and that he can he can get this done and then. I believe he was the highest-rated recruit in last year's class, Jaden Gold. Yeah. The so. uh, freshman corner, uh, this is a quote, came here as a as a mid-year um, enrollee, early enrollee, and looks like he's been here for two years already. That's good news. That's, that's, all, there, that's all he said about Jaden Gold. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'd, like a, I'd like him to expand on that, but yeah, I don't that's, know what that that's good like, news. Physically, mentally, yeah. like how does that – but look, it, he's – Looks like he's been here for two years. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Let's he's off to a good start. <laughs> um, and then uh, Newsom actually told on three that uh, Fisher coaches the walk-ons every bit as hard as he coaches scholarship players. Uh, and that's what he loves about his position coaches. Mm. Just because you're on scholarship doesn't mean he's going to treat you any better than he treats the uh, the walk-ons. Just because you're a walk-on doesn't mean he's going to treat you worse than he treats his scholarship players. And one walk-on specifically that was mentioned. Phelan Sanford. Yes, shout out Phelan Stanford. Out of Benkelman, Nebraska. Fisher says he has swag. Not the towel hanging out of the pants kind of swag, but the confidence knowing he can make the play. Phelan Sanford. He, he, he did. I mean, he was a bit of a special teams demon last year. So oh, yeah. As much as Nebraska could have one for as bad as the special teams <laughs> were. But, yeah, I mean, for somebody that stood out a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see him, too, and, and progress. Yeah, and also Ashton Hausman, a redshirt freshman from Roka, Nebraska, also drew strong praise for his work ethic. Hmm. And that is Coach Fisher on the defensive backs. Nice. And it, and it is usually generally hard, especially for um, walk-ons, to get an opportunity like in the defensive backfield. Mm-hmm. In special teams, sure, you yeah, save sure. time. But and maybe if you make enough plays on special teams and you're, you're practicing hard enough and, and yeah. working hard enough and you get it all down, maybe you see yourself a series or two on the defensive side of things. But it's you know it's been a while. It's gonna be it's gonna be difficult with. You know all of the talent that he says is back there for uh, for a walk on to make that type of uh, type of impact. But like you said, Phelan Sanford has that swag, not the towel. I'm not doubting him, but he's making the plays type of swag. Up next, we're going to close it out on the captain. Bach will leave me. I will welcome in Nathan Brennan wherever he is, and uh, I'm not sure what we'll talk about. I'll just make fun of the Pacers. Maybe make fun of the Pacers. Maybe ask him how he feels about the defensive backs. Yeah. Because after reading this article, maybe I feel a little too good. <laughs> I know. Uh, so far, I don't know if they're doing it in order of like hype they can get out, but um, they've they've done well with the they've done these def- previews. I think they've done defensive line, wide receivers, and defensive backs. I'll have to look and see if there's any other ones. But, man. Make you feel good. Feeling pretty good. The Kool-Aid's coming in fresh. Woo! Final segment of The Captain coming up next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.